what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. Hello everyone, it's Stephen Jackson, aka SteeJ215, here for BBGWrestling.com, covering a really exciting weekend of shows, which I'm so, so pleased I've been able to review for everyone and to be able to cover for everyone, which was um, The Collective. So back in April, um, GCW and various other independent companies were due to um, appear um, on WrestleMania weekend with The Collective, which is sort of a combina- combination of uh, shows, but unfortunately due to the coronavirus epidemic um, pandemic, we were unable to have them. But um, somehow uh, the... Uh, goodwill of the city of indianapolis in indiana has allowed the collective to take place in october so this past weekend we had the three days worth of the collective take place um it was phenomenal series of shows um i want to send out many thanks to um fight tv for allowing me to um cover the shows and to be able to access the shows um i want to thank all the talent involved in the collective who put these shows on that's not just the wrestlers that's not just the commentators but that's the ring crew that's the bookers that's the backstage people because this was an absolute blast from start to finish the collective um i was so pleased that it was able to take place in October. Um, I was really excited for it in April and even more excited this past weekend. And it lived up to expectations and more. I thought it was an absolutely amazing series of shows. Um, and I want to thank everyone involved, um, from me as a fan of independent wrestling, for allowing this to take place and to go ahead. And um, I hope that this sort of whistle-stop tour again, it's going to be a whistle-stop review, so um, we'll help people to um, learn more about the shows and um, what to check out. So as may people may or may not know, there was 12 shows um, from the collective weekend, which through three days worth of wrestling is a heck of a lot to watch and a heck of a lot to um, review. So instead of doing a mammoth-long session of every single show match by match what i've done um with sort of talking to bbg wrestling is that i'm going to cover um i want to cover each show um but what i'm going to do is i've chosen a match from each show which i feel is sort of the match of the show and then at the end i've chosen a performer of the weekend um and i'd say a match of the weekend and a show of the weekend and also a breakout star of the weekend because there was a heck of a lot of new talent who appeared on these shows and old talent as well and by old i mean you know some great um nostalgia um for a lot of fans so it was um, a great trip down memory lane as well with a lot of the wrestlers who were in, involved in these shows so um again a bit of fun um and what i would hope is that you all go out and you know you seek out some of this independent wrestling and some of these wrestlers as well um because there's a lot of wrestlers i've seen on this weekend who i definitely am going to seek out more of their work 
So, um, so yeah. So, to start off, the collective um, began on Friday the 9th of October with um, Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration F uh, of GCW. So, um, yeah, this was a good show to start off the weekend. It, um, typical GCW event, you know, lots of uh, craziness, lots of sort of G- ECW and GCW vibe. Um, it was fun. Um, it wasn't a show I was really excited for, unlike a lot of the shows. That was the thing as well, is there's a heck of a lot of shows to um to digest so there were some shows which definitely got more of my interest than others um but all of the shows definitely delivered in some shape or form um and it's always hard being that first show but i think jimmy lloyd's degeneration f did a good job of setting the tone the crowd as well were really good throughout the whole three days um they really helped the show along i thought they did a really good job um because you have to understand as well that the wrestlers involved in a lot of these shows especially in this first show would then be wrestling for another two days in several different uh shows sorry several different promotions in several different shows on uh two or three days so the stamina involved in these guys being able to work i think is absolutely incredible as well um and from what we heard on commentary the uh the heat of the venue and the uh, you could see the sweat coming off some of the wrestlers it was definitely a hot venue so Props to all of them. Um, but yeah, just going back to Degeneration F, I thought this was a fun show, you know. Um, it was it was definitely something strong to start the weekend with. It wasn't my favourite show of the weekend, but there was one match what I really did enjoy, and I think was the match of the show, and it was definitely Blake Christian um, against Starboy Charlie. Uh, Blake Christian is a GCW sort of um, mainstay. He's been making name for himself over in New Japan. Um, Starboy Charlie's a guy who I've not heard of and not seen before, so this was really fun because it was someone um, going up against sort of the more experienced Christian, Blake Christian, um, in kind of a position what Blake was in a couple of years ago in GCW. And yeah, this was high flying. This was crazy moves. This was, you know, your classic sort of um, high flying independent wrestling match. And Blake is just on a tear. He's just one of the best in the world right now. He's, he's awesome. You know, and he made Starboy Charlie a star, ironically, <laughs> in this match. And I hope that we do get to see more of him in the future for um, GCW and just in general. So, yeah, really strong performance there. So that was Jimmy Lloyd's um, Degeneration F. Um, the next show from the uh, Friday, the Friday was from Southern Underground Pro SUP. Uh, aptly um, SUP uh, with a great name of a show of Swing of the Axe which I think is a great show I a show title I also love the logo for uh, SUP that kind of spray paint look I think it looks awesome um, again another great show um, much better than uh, I was expecting I wasn't expecting this to be just as fun as it was um, but I think everyone involved really you know delivered and there was one particular match from the show which I really really enjoyed uh, which was Liam Moriarty um, against Daniel Maccabi. Um, Liam Moriarty uh, I actually interviewed for the Wrestling Estate and briefly asked him about one of the matches which is coming later on in this review um, for the collective and his career so definitely go and check that out if you get time um, and yeah Daniel Maccabi is another guy who I've not seen anything of um, beforehand um, but yeah him and Moriarty put on a clinic you know this was great classic you know technical high-flying wrestling you know it was great stuff 
Um, and again, the crowd were into this thing and it really helped it along. Um, and they, I think the first show really helped them to kind of um, loosen them up a bit because they were a lot more um, sort of uh, enjoyable. So it seemed like they were enjoying this show a lot more, this, this particular show from SUP. Um, and they just were really into everything. Um, and I also want to give a nod to another show, uh, sorry, match from this show, which was uh, Violence is Forever, the team of um, Kevin Koo and Dominic Garina uh, against To Infinity and Beyond of uh, Cheech and uh, Colin Delaney. Um, former Chikara stars um, because I think what was good about this is that Cheech and Colin Delaney are two guys who I've watched for a long time um, on the independent scene and I've seen Kevin Koo and Dominic, Dominic Garina coming up the ranks in Evolve and in various other promotions and I thought this was great tag team wrestling as well it wouldn't be my match of the show but I just wanted to give it a little nod because I felt that this was a really good um, example of the past and the or the present and the future facing one another and it was a really strong tag team match and there was lots of great tag team wrestling on this uh, weekend as well so much variety to this show uh, sorry to this uh, series of shows I keep saying this show when I'm going to keep saying this series of shows um, something for everyone from the collective um, so yeah so that was uh, SUP's Swing of the Axe another great show to um, you know check out and then from there we came to um AIW, so Absolute Intense Wrestling, with Thunder in Indianapolis. Uh, this was another good show, but I wouldn't say it was one of my favourite shows. I think it was just a bit of a mixed bag. Um, AIW has got a really good reputation, though, um, and there was, again, one particular show, a match from this show, which I would say people need to check out, and that's uh, Trey Lamar against Alex Shelley against Liam Moriarty in a three-way. Liam Moriarty, again... Uh, this was incredible. Um, him and Alex Shelley have had several matches in AI, uh, AIW and, you know, adding Trey Lamar into the mix was awesome. Um, crowd were really into this thing. It was really just a great mixture of styles and these three guys, you know, just worked so well and they knew each other so well from play facing one another and being in tag teams and the like. It was great. Um, the rest of the show, I wouldn't say lived up to this particular match, sadly. Um, but I think that, you know, it, it's it's definitely hard when you've got so many shows um, taking place on one day. You know, people get burnt out, people get tired, the fans, you know, it's difficult. Um, but this wasn't a bad show by any means, but this was the one show where I thought, yeah, this is, you know, something special. So, um, so yeah, another good showing from uh, IW with Thunder in Indianapolis. And then we come to an in what I would say is probably a history-making show, the most history-making show of the weekend, which is Game Changer Wrestling's For The Culture. So For The Culture, when it was announced back in um, back in April, it was um, it's a show which was booked by um, GCW star AJ Gray, who I need to give huge props to for um, putting together such an incredible crowd uh, card um, because this show was all... Um, the the card was based around uh, African American talents and uh, African talents, and um it spe especially um you know was prominent with the Black Lives Matter movement and what's been taking place in twenty twenty, um and you know this was a show which I was really looking forward to. It was a history making show, and it really you know just showed how innovative and different, but um 
influential GCW really has been these past several years with what they're bringing out because a show like this really just is why I love independent wrestling. You know, you you, you get a show which is just um, harking into a political movement as well and it was a great celebration of, you know, the African-American community and I think AJ Gray deserves massive props from, especially from, I, I give him massive props. And if you are listening, AJ, you know, you deserve, you know, huge respect for you. And I just hope that we can do another show like this again in the future for, um, you know, more fans to enjoy because I thought this was fantastic. The crowd were into everything. Um, it was late on in the day, but it was a show which I was really excited for and um, all the crowd were into it and they really, you know, helped this again along. And I need to, again, give uh, the show of the, um, the match of the show to Lee Moriarty, who this time faced um, ACH, who, um, yeah, these two just absolutely tore the house down. This was possible match of the weekend as well. It was an incredible showing from both men, you know, and we need to take into consideration as well that Lee Moriarty at this point had wrestled um, three match shows, sorry, three matches from three shows in a row, um, which is unbelievable. You know, I, I think that's just probably one of the most um, incredible performances of one wrestler in a day. Um fantastic you know there's nothing else to say on that just it's fantastic all the matches on the show were worth seeking out that's just one of several matches to seek out um i thought this was fantastic um and we got to see new talents we got to see um established talents we got to see um you know familiar faces like two cold scorpio going up against a uh, ar fox which was awesome um th this was just great you know, you can hear my enthusiasm about this particular show. Um, it was great. This was definitely the show of Friday, uh, Friday the 9th of October to check out. Um, definitely it was GCWs for the culture. And big props to everyone involved in this thing because it really is, you know, such a historic um, event. So, um, so yeah, so that was uh, Friday at the Collective. Um, and then we head into Saturday, the 10th of October at the Collective, uh, which started off with a bang with uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch. So um, for all those who don't know, uh, Effie is a um, openly homosexual wrestler. Um, and this whole show was devoted to the um, to the gay and trans um, transgender community. Um, and it was, again, another history-making show from GCW. You know, when this thing was announced back in April, I was hugely excited for it. And when it was, uh, um, you know, uh, promoted again for October, I just couldn't wait for it to start. And, you know, it just delivered in spades. Again, an incredible crowd to start. The, the crowd definitely for this show after Friday were really into this thing. It really helped it with the buzz and really get going. Um, and this was, you know, a fantastic show. Again, I keep using these familiar adjectives, but it's the only way I can describe it because this was, again, history-making for the community, which it was um, celebrating. Um, the amount of wrestlers who took part. Um, I want to give props to Effie for, you know, allowing... Um, well, for, for helping the show to take place more than anything, you know, and being able to promote such a, um incredible show. 
Um, and this is why GCW is, you know, one of the top promotions in the world, I would say, because they're able to put on shows like this, which completely, you know, go, well, are out of the box, but don't go against the norm. It is the norm today. And that's a great celebration of what we all, you know, live, we all live in today. And I think, you know, that's what the collective is, is it shows so many different styles, so many different people, so many different ideologies, really a bigger thing than just wrestling, you know, and a really big celebration for, you know, the um, the the culture, I would say, of the world, given this current situation we're in in COVID. Um, yeah, so just off that tangent, you know, Effie's Big Gay Brunch was great again, you know, another history-making show. And definitely the match I would say of the show and to check out was uh, Cassandro El Exotico against uh, Sonny Kiss of um, AEW. Uh, this was great. You know, this was just flamboyant. It was a great technical wrestling match again. You know, the crowd were loving it. Uh, Cassandro I've seen uh, from Mexico, so it was great to see um, Cassandro in action um, against Sonny Kiss, you know, um, a new up-and-coming star. And I thought they worked really well together and I hope that um, this helps uh, Cassandro get a lot more um, international bookings as well because Cassandro is predominantly based down in uh, Mexico um, but it would be great to see more of Cassandro up here in um, you know uh, sorry up in North America or around the world you know it's just a shame with the whole um, Covid situation but yeah Effie's Big Gay Brunch great start to Saturday another show I would say definitely go out of your way to check out Every match was different. Every match was fun. It was a great fun event. It was funny. It was, um, you know, really well done. And the crowd were loving it. So, yeah, definitely uh, props for Effie's Big Gay Brunch. And then from there, we went into uh, Glory Pro Wrestling's Are You Wrestling, Son? So very much like AIW's Thunder in Indianapolis the night before, this was a bit of a mixed bag. There were some good matches on this, and there were some which... It wasn't a show which I really was, you know, very hyped for. It was kind of... No, I wouldn't say it was there, but it was a show which I wasn't really... Um, like, yeah, I need to watch this. But there was some good stuff on this show. You know, the crowd were still into it. You know, they weren't into it just as as much as uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch but they were you know they were there and they were enjoying it um the match I would say definitely of the show was the north of Josh Alexander and Ethan Page against the dream team of Alex Zane and Blake Christian they, this was a awesome tag team encounter you know the north are just unbelievable and Alex Zane and Blake Christian are just two of the best high flyers in the world so putting them together was just a dream match for anywhere and this was just innovative it was high flying it was you know everything you would want from a tag team match for you know what was neat what was wanted and, you know, it was a great showing from uh, Zane and Christian as a tag team as well. And I would really like to see more of them as a tag team. I mean, I know they have tagged previously, but, you know, as a tag team together, I'd, I think they'd be ideal for somewhere like Impact or um, AEW if they get any opportunities. Or even in New Japan, you know, in the junior tag division. I mean, they'd be awesome. Um, so, yeah, definitely... Glory Pros, Are You Wrestling Son? It was fun. Um, there was only real one standout match though, and that was the one I mentioned. But again, it was another fun show with some with some good matches on. And then from there, we go to uh, one of the main shows of the weekend, which is Joey Janela's Spring Break Four, <laughs> Spring Break Forever. 
wow, this show was um <laughs> was very long, um which you know is considering how many shows were taking place this weekend was incredible given how long this show actually was. Place in part to the um and excuse my language the clusterfuck, <laughs> which took a long time, um as it always does um for Joy Janelle's spring break. Not that it wasn't fun, but it did take up a lot of the show. But it was a long show regardless. Um, th- this was an awesome show. The crowd were into this thing from start to finish, much like Effie's big gay brunch. You know, GCW again knocked it out of the park with this thing. Um, there was performances from so many people. What were standouts? But the one match which I feel was the match of the weekend and probably my match of 2020 and that's saying a lot given what I've seen um and if anyone you know knows me they might know what this is going to be uh was the um was the foundation Jonathan Gresham against um Tiger style Lee Moriarty this was absolutely fantastic this is why I love pro wrestling independent wrestling technical wrestling and wrestling in general this was a blast from start to finish this was the kind of match you just glued to the entire time Lee Moriarty is going to be one of the biggest stars in the world of wrestling and I can say that right now as a recording this podcast that he has got such a bright future ahead of him and he said on Twitter when I put in a tweet that he doesn't feel he's one of the best in the world. If you are listening to this, Lee, you are one of the best in the world, if not the best in the world. It was an absolutely phenomenal match, this. And, you know, I have to give props to Jonathan Gresham, obviously one of my favourite wrestlers in the world as well, because Jonathan Gresham is just on, in a league of his own in terms of technical ability. Um, if you want to learn how to wrestle a technical style, you watch Jonathan Gresham today. He's again one of a one of a kind he is one of the best wrestlers out there and these two just absolutely went to war there was everything you would want in this match and more the crowd were into this thing completely it was just an absolutely beautiful wrestling match and one of those matches as well which i feel privileged to have watched as a fan um of wrestling and especially this weekend um and considering how many matches um lee moriarty wrestled this weekend um it's incredible to think that he was able to put on a performance like this, considering what he'd wrestled the night before. Um, outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. There's nothing else I can say on this thing. Um, I can recommend this show just based on... Excuse me. I recommend this match based on this show alone. This was worth your time and worth your money. Um and you might think that that's a very bold statement and maybe a bit biased, but believe me, once you've watched this match, you will understand why. <laughs> this was incredible. Um, yeah, Joy Janelle's Spring Break for... It's always a blast to watch Joy Janelle's Spring Break. It was long, but uh, from the match I've just mentioned, it was definitely worth watching. And from there, we then, amazingly, had one more show on the uh, on the Saturday, which was between which was freelance wrestling and freelance underground coming together. With I don't think we're in Chicago anymore. Um, this was great as well. You know, there was some great matches. It was a full of variety. Uh, the crowd was still there. You know, it wasn't like the crowd just disappeared after Joey Janelle's spring break. They were still there, and you know, we got a lot of fun matches again. Um, and a lot of, um, you know, 
strong performances and definitely the match I would say for you all to check out from this show was um Kylie Ray against um Josh Alexander for the freelance um title. Uh this was Kylie Ray is just one of the best, if not the best, female wrestler in the world. And Josh Alexander is one of the best catch wrestlers in the world. And they just meshed perfectly. You know, it was a brutal match, uh, but it was a, a beautiful match as well. It really showcased just how well and how good intergender wrestling can be and how any um, male and female wrestlers can come together and just put on a fantastic match for people. And, you know, although Kylie Ray didn't, um, wrestle the following day on Sunday you know this was a another you know show of the weekend performance from Kylie Ray and I think that you know I have to give props to um, you know her, all the talent you know for putting on so many great performances and I think Kylie um, you know definitely much like she'd done in GCW a few months prior showed what she can do in the ring against you know some really strong male opponents and Josh Alexander you know he's just one of a kind as well so um yeah this was great you know freelance wrestling are a really strong promotion so it was fun to see them represented and yeah i would recommend this show as well it was full of variety it was a fun show and it was a good show um and really you know um worth your time so from there we come into the final day of the collective um on sunday the 11th of october and we actually come to my show of the weekend um, the show I was probably most looking forward to of the whole weekend, which is amazing, uh, which was from Black Label Pro and Fret Level Noon. This was absolutely amazing show. Um, the crowd were into this thing from the start. Um, there were three, two show, two days worth of shows in, so they were really hyped for the last day of uh, day of the collective, and you could see. Um, this was just full of so many great matches from start to finish. This was like, again, why I love independent pro wrestling. You know, this was um, a celebration of pro wrestling uh, today in um, the independent scene. There were so many star making performances. There were so many um, great performances from so many different talents. There was so much variety on this show. There were changes to the card, sadly. So we didn't have Carlito and Chris Masters on the show, which was a shame. Um, and we didn't have Heath Slater, but they did make allowances, um, which really worked and probably worked in favour, to be honest. I think that it was a really, um, it didn't hinder from the show at all. Um, I wasn't actually hyped for those particular performers coming in. It was more for the wrestlers who I either hadn't seen or the wrestlers who I'd seen and was excited to see wrestle again. Um, and so this was, you know, really great stuff. Um, and definitely my show, match of the show was um, Dominic Garini and Kevin Koo uh, against um, the besties in the world of um, Davey Vega and Matt Fitchett for the um, Black Label Pro tag titles. This was incredible tag team wrestling once again, you know, like the match we'd seen uh, the night previous with The North and um, Zane and uh, Christian. And I mean, David Vega and Matt Fidget, if no one has seen them, please seek out their work. They're one of the best um, tag teams on the circuit today. Any um, promoters listening to this promoter, listening to this podcast as well, if you haven't seen them, seek them out and get them booked because they're just a, a, an incredible 
tag team they can just work with anybody and this was you know an incredible match between the two teams um kevin Koo and dominic garini are very much like red dragon you know intense um the you know mma sort of hybrid wrestling style works perfectly they're just great and this was just a great mesh of styles and the crowd were loving it the um you know the, the hot tags the um the innovation and the manoeuvres and just the storytelling was on point the psychology it was fantastic you know this is why i love tag team wrestling and this is why i love um you know seeing matches like this because this is why we watch <laughs> you know independent wrestling um the whole show i mean was from start to finish was incredible you know there was so many great matches on this thing um the only other great match well the only other match i will mention um, which I think deserves to be mentioned as well, uh, is Alex Shelley versus Anthony Henry for the Black Label Pro Midwest title, which was the opening match from the show. This was, um, again, um, Anthony Henry is a guy who I've been watching a long time uh, in FIP and in Evolve, and Alex Shelley obviously you know, made his name in Ring of Honor, and I see a lot of uh, Alex Shelley in uh, Anthony Henry, um and it was a great clash of styles they both worked beautifully together it was an awesome you know technical encounter and the crowd again were loving it it set everything off perfectly um show of the weekend from start to finish it started with a great opener in that match and then ended with a great main event you know it's a match a show you need to see um and there'll be a match on this show for everyone you know there's nothing um which i wouldn't say you wouldn't enjoy so black label pros threaten level noon you know show of the weekend without doubt awesome classic independent wrestling um and why the collective was such a success definitely um so from there we went to uh shimmer uh with the aptly named shimmer at the collective um this was another strong um show uh, it was great exposure for the women's wrestling um you know community at the uh, collective um it was kind of i i didn't enjoy it as much well i, I don't say i didn't enjoy it i was it, it wasn't just as high quality as i was expecting and that's horrible of me to say in a way but i was expecting more i think i think i expected more of this show but it didn't leave me want you know with the same i didn't leave with the same feeling as what i was expecting um it was still good though and you know all the women involved did brilliantly um shimmer's a great promotion if anyone hasn't seen shimmer you know dave prezak's promotion definitely go and check it out because they've got so many great female talents there so many of the great talents we see today in wwe and impact wrestling have come through shimmer and they deserve a lot more attention than what they get from wide a wider audience and that's what i really loved about this was that it was able to give them a wider audience on a stacked weekend like this um the show our match of the show i would say was kimberly uh, against nicole savoy the main event um it was a great match you know um a huge fan of nicole savoy and kimberly you know she's great as well um they worked wrestled a great you know classic wrestling match and they worked really well they've worked together before from what i believe so i thought this was great um and and really strong showing from women's wrestling on this weekend which you know had something for everyone so we had you know a variety of different styles and different wrestling and um you know talent so again definitely go and check out um shimmer at the collective 
And then talking about styles, we um, come to one of the most highly anticipated shows of the weekend and probably one of the most um, unique, if not the most unique, which was Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. So for those of you who um, you know may not be sort of familiar with Bloodsport, it's basically um, submission or knockout only to win matches. Um, sort of MMA hybrid style um, matches, so a lot more catch wrestling style, um, mixed martial arts uh, style. The wrestlers uh, definitely do hit one another. Um, it's a lot more violent and a lot more vicious than a lot of the stuff you may see. Um, but it's exciting, you know, it's a hybrid, it's different. Um, it might not be necessarily um, to everyone's taste, but it's definitely... Um, unique, let's put it that way, and a unique show, uh, absolutely. Um, and it's always, you know, a massive attraction when Bloodsport comes about. Um, you know, this was another show I was absolutely hyped for from, you know, the minute it was announced. And, you know, Josh Barnett put up a great card. And um, what was most incredible, the, the crowd were into this thing again from start to finish, but what was most incredible was that John Moxley... AEW World Champion actually appeared on this show in the main event against Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson, which if you want to get credibility for a show, an independent wrestling show, who are you going to get the biggest independent, um, the biggest um, world champion outside of WWE in uh, John Moxley? Th- this was a war. You know, Chris Dickinson, for those of you who have seen him, is as intense as it gets. John Moxley is an absolute beast of a brawler now that um i'd seen his matches before he joined wwe and you know he's he was vicious in wwe but then to come out of wwe and do what he does now you know amplified it's uh insane this was an insane battle um dickinson put everything he could into this match and so did john moxley um the crowd were into it from you know the get-go and i think it says a lot about john moxley that he actually appeared at the collective and the credibility of this particular show um and getting attraction to the show as well for fans outside of the independent scene and AEW. definitely props to them for letting him appear on this show as with the other AEW talents and the impact talents and the ring of honor talents i think it says a lot um so definitely um you know, awesome. But my match of the show um, was actually a match which a lot of people might not be um, familiar with, which was um, Filthy Tom Lawler, former um, MLW um, Major League Wrestling Champion against the Notorious 187 of Homicide. Uh, This was a a brutal battle brawl. This was nuts. Um... The homicides a street fighter lawless and mma specialist clash of styles unique stuff this is why blood sports always exciting you would never expect to see this thing anywhere else and the added stipulations just made it even more exciting um this was amazing and this is a match i would say people need to go out and see because i can't even do it justice in words as to what this thing was like it was crazy another match of the weekend uh contender without doubt um you know, as with Moxley and Dickinson for the attraction side of things. So Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, you know, definitely another show which I would recommend everyone checks out. Um, and if you've never seen Bloodsport before, although um, it might not be to your taste, I would definitely say give it a chance because it might actually um, surprise you with what, um, you know, it, it actually, you know, is about. 
So we then, after this mammoth, um, you know, review, come to the final show of the weekend, which was from uh, Paradigm Pro Wrestling with uh, Trap Soul. So Paradigm, um, are a promotion which I've not been massively familiar with. I've been following them a bit on social media, um, but I know they're doing great things. So I am going to check out more of the work. But I thought that this was a really good show to end the weekend on. I think it was great that they actually got the last ma- uh, last event on the show and the weekend. Um, because you know it gives them that sort of um, you know closing out ceremony in a way um, and gets more attraction like you know I've just mentioned to the promotion so um, it was a history making show as well because this actually marked just before the show was due to start Eric Stevens on Twitter um, announced that he was retiring from active wrestling um, for the second time and possibly the final time um, so it was, you know, it was a sad show as well. You know, him and Hoodfoot had a UWFI rules match. Um, UWFI, similar to that of Bloodsport, which I just mentioned, um, sort of MMA-inspired uh, wrestling and catch wrestling. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a sad show, actually. I'm a massive fan of Eric Stevens. Um, he's really given the Indies a resurgence, and especially places like Black Label Pro with the work he's done. And he's, um, you know, a, a definite... Um, you know, one of a kind talent is Eric Stevens. Um, and I would recommend if you haven't seen any of his work, uh, before his in his first run or his second run, definitely check him out because um, you know, he's a great talent, and his sacrifices and his work, um, on the independent scene, helping the young guys I've seen, and you know, work in such a great style, um, has definitely played paid off. You know, and I think uh, it was such a great send off after this great weekend for Eric um, to be able to get that. I think it was a really nice little touch that he was able to do that. And, and that he felt comfortable enough to retire at the collective as well. I think that says a lot um, and to the fans in attendance. And everyone was really respectful. It was a really nice emotional moment. And, you know, I just want to say thank you, Eric, as a fan of your work for just all the work you've put in over the past several years as um you know an active wrestler on the independent scene and you know i wish you all the best in your uh, future um and stay safe during covid you know and um you know carry on with all the social media you've been putting up on twitter because it's always great to follow and to uh, you know see what's happening so thank you eric uh, from me as a fan um yeah so the match of this particular show uh the match i would say was the match of the show as well as the eric stevens match was for the paradigm paradigm tag team titles uh which was a six man tag uh between the rejects of akira um reed bentley and uh john wayne murdoch against the earl's picks of um nolan edward juicy jimmy and uh, hardware heater yeah, this was um, death match wrestling put up to about um, 10. This was crazy. Um, if you're a fan of death match wrestling, you'll love this thing. If you're not a fan of death match wrestling, you'll love this thing because this was crazy. Um, we had flaming doors, we had chair shots, we had, you know, high flying, we had everything going on in this thing. We had brawling, it was nuts. Um, you know, it was definitely a show stealing. Um, 
you know, match and uh, a show of the weekend match as well. You know, it was that it was something really different and crazy to end the weekend on. And I think that's what I really liked about the show. Actually, was that again there was variety to it, but it just ended with a bang. And I think that Paradigm really put themselves on the map with this show, and they're definitely another promotion which I will seek out their independent work with. Um, and props to all of the wrestlers involved in this match because you know being able to wrestle. Um, the matches they'd wrestled and then on top of that wrestle something as crazy as this um i think says a lot about the talents involved um so yeah so paradigm another knockout of the park i would say top to bottom another great show um another show i would say for you to check out and uh yeah the whole weekend can't fault it you know it was awesome um, I mean, I've just done a really quick, again, whistle-stop tour of the whole weekend, but, you know, you can see from what I've just said, there was something for everybody. We had women's wrestling, we had hardcore wrestling, we had classic technical wrestling, we had high-flying wrestling, we had comedy wrestling, we had, um, you know, everything you could think of and more. Uh, we had a hot crowd, it was fantastic, the, the collective. Um, in terms of a star of the weekend, it has to be Liam Moriarty. Without doubt, you know, that performance on Friday was something else and the performance on Saturday against Jonathan Gresham, you know, he has established himself as probably the best in the world right now. Um, and although that might be big sort of um, statement time, I believe that I believe every word of what I'm saying that he's probably the best wrestler in the world. Um, awesome. Absolutely awesome. The breakout star of the weekend was actually um, a wrestler who had been trained by Bad Luck Fale, um, of Bullet Club fame called Juicy Finau. I believe that's how you pronounce it. And if I am pronouncing that incorrectly, um, you know, please let me know. Um, but yeah, Juicy, he you know is a big dude. He's very much like Calvin Tankman. Um, he's a big, he's a big guy. Um, but he can move. You know, and he's got tons of charisma. And he were, you know, they were really putting him over on commentary that he'd been, you know, helping with the ring, setting everything up, doing everything at the collective to help everybody. And he got an opportunity to wrestle, you know, and it's great, you know, that they're able to, um, you know, sort of um, give people these opportunities and to be able to reward them in such a way, in such a massive weekend, being seen by so many people because he's already been booked um, juicy for um, GCW's uh, Slab City Um which is now known as the last resort. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he's been booked for the last resort, um, which is great. You know, that's what you want. You want people to get an opportunity and to be then, you know, booked in other places. So congrats to uh, Juicy for getting another booking and hopefully the rest of 2020 will be fruitful as much as the collective has been. Um, yeah, so just to finish off as well, the show of the weekend definitely has to be Black Label Pros, Threat Level, level Noon. Definitely have to put in um, for the culture in there. Um, incredible show. And it was a toss-up between Joey Janela's Spring Break for and maybe even Paradigm, I would say. I think both those are kind of up there. Um, if you want to see something a bit different, definitely watch Paradigm. If you want to see something a bit more sort of, um, you know, crazy and long and just sort of... Uh, you know, a, a super card, then definitely check out George and I'll Spring Break for. But all 12 of these shows from all three of these days stood out in one way or another. All the talents involved put on star-making performances and, you know, showed off the independent scene better than, you know, it's ever been shown 
you know, I would say in a long time, well, better than it's been shown in a long time, uh, if ever, and especially during the COVID epidemic. Um, and, you know, the state of Indiana put on a great venue. Um, the crowd, as I've mentioned several times in this review, but I need to mention it again, were all respectful. They were all um, socially distanced. All of the safety measures were taken. And, you know, the whole production from, you know, the wrestlers and the promotions and the promoters and fight was imperatively great i can't follow it in any way and again i just want to thank fight for allowing me the opportunity to um review these shows and share them with everybody because you know that's what i want to be able to do i want people to go out and seek these shows out whether it be all of them or the ones i've mentioned to check out specifically if you don't want to buy the whole bundle um and it's been a pleasure to be able to you know watch them and to be able to review them for you today so um thank you everybody and just to close off, um, if you want to check out um, BBG Wrestling's website, it's bbgwrestling.com, where there's lots of exclusive content, including the archives of the, um, the podcasts. And then if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at BBG Wrestling uh, on Twitter. So that closes up this sort of whistle-stop tour of the collective uh, 2020 review with me, Stephen Jackson, a.k.a. DJ215. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you, everyone, for all the support you've shown over the past few months. It's been phenomenal. And, um, yeah, just uh, see you all soon, and thanks, everybody. So see you all later.